Welcome to Aphrodite's Prince podcast. I'm Vince Kelvin, also known as Aphrodite's Prince. The most potent way to truly make all the headways you've been wanted to make at the level of your love life, social life, sex life, and your success in general by addressing the core of it all, your relationship with yourself. And even if it feels like it's really good, you know, I heard an interview of the band Kiss. Gene Simmons used to have a show on TV, Family Jewel, and it would always say, it's good to me. So even if you feel like that yourself, you feel like, wow, it's good to be me. Why not further strengthen that? And the measure, as I've said for every single podcast, every new episode before we question, it's simple. When we really honor the self, we have no longer any reasons to be concerned if others are going to like us or not. So then your pickup, your seduction comes way more naturally. It's an ideal. I certainly don't claim that I only feel that all the time. But I also, on the other hand, can tell that any matter of the girl not texting back, I don't know what to do, how would you handle that, can be rooted, the location of it is rooted in a lack of truly standing for the self. So in just a moment, you can toss any question of your, your choice uh, at me, to me. Yeah, toss me questions, and uh, we'll explore some answers based on, on that idea. And so what came more recently, I'm doing a thorough exploration of all that could be connected to the self. We know the basics, self-love, self-esteem, self-discipline, self-trust, the list goes on and on. Today I thought about self-loyalty, to be loyal to the self, to not betray the self. Self Self-loyalty would be if anybody outside of you comes around and starts to diss you or if a girl doesn't want to go along with what you're offering. It is, in a way, if you really think about it, a form of self-betrayal to make it that more important than how you feel about you. And self-loyalty would be you remain true to you no matter what others may say or do, no matter what may happen around you. And also self-loyalty, I don't know what you think of that. Whomever is listening currently could also uh, be to make sure that you honor what's important for you so that you don't just tease yourself with knowing that there's certain things that you want, certain results that you want, but you keep it as just as just wishing that they would happen. So I'm going to open the floor for any questions of your choice. You're here for you. Feel free. Self-expression is a big aspect also of your self-relation to give yourself the permission to express yourself any question, this podcast has been on since 2004, so it's the original and longest-lasting podcast of its type to help you with all aspects of your success and predominantly 
love, sex, romance, pickup, seduction, you name it. So I remain silent for a second. What questions would you have? If you do have any questions. So to strengthen your self-relation, it helps to know how to position yourself based on what will most serve you. And when I say position, that's a form of where do you stand when you're exposed to your own thoughts or the comments of people, of girls, Guys, if you're a girl listening, because we welcome women also on this podcast, how do you position that? So do you position, if let's say somebody goes like, well, you're not my type, do you position that response as truth or do you position it as just a person's opinion? So eventually, the encouragement would be, to be certain that you perceive anything that doesn't propel you forward, any sense of self that limits you as a lie, and you recognize that as not being the truth about you. If you feel that you don't know what to say and that could be a problem, recognize that as being a lie. And from a new standpoint, a new position, then it becomes much easier to no longer buy into it. So that's a super simple new exercise that I encourage you to play with. Whatever your mind may be telling you, whatever you're telling to yourself, if it's not helping you to feel better, to move forward, to take action, to take a step, then it's probably a little bit of a lie. And you recognize it as a lie. To interrupt the pattern, I recommend that on top of it, you start to laugh about it. Okay? So begin to think. Put this into context. It's great to hear powerful information. It becomes potent the moment you put it in context in your life. So if you think about what you would most want, at the level of seduction, love, sex, and romance. If you want a certain type, if you want a certain caliber of beauty, if you want a certain freedom in talking, then whatever is telling you that you could not, whatever appears to be a valid reason why you could not, as it pops in your mind, instead of listening to it, and thinking you got to get rid of it, then quickly, rapidly reposition yourself, laugh at it, and recognize it as a lie. The same way that if you walk down the street and suddenly some weird, bizarre, drunk person goes, you're an asshole. In that moment, you would not recognize that, that hopefully as being truth. In that moment, you would know that 
It's nonsense. So maybe another example would be go nonsense. So your mind tells you like, mm, I, don't, I don't know, she, she's probably not interested. Nonsense. I don't know until I find out. Oh, you know, I don't feel it tonight. Nonsense. You don't have to feel anything special to give yourself the permission to take action. We have a few more callers with us tonight. So currently, uh, it'd be great to help me help you give me a sense of direction, make a request. We can address anything that relates to game and so on. What questions would you have, requests? Somebody's got to step up. We can't be talking about social arts without one person stepping up and throwing a question or a request or clarification. Embracing silence. Hello? It's very... Yes, go for it. Hey, um, what, are, what are some things you could use during like, the interaction? You said, what are some things you can use? Things, 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 things. Things. Inside, inside jokes. Okay, you, you're tossing a couple things, so let's bring first a clarification. And for our listeners that are not really familiar with my, my, my system, you know, uh, the power of a theme, because it takes the conversation a little further than just an idea. The power of being able to turn it into something fun, the moment we establish a theme around an idea. So that's one thing. A theme, you can also take it much further because the theme can reoccur via texting later on when you see her again. And through time, it becomes an inside joke. Only you and the person will know what you're referring to. So that's a great way to dismiss people who would want to step into the interaction. That's another wonderful way to deepen a sense of it's you and me against the world, get mischievous, and so on. So then themes, they already exist. You often turn an idea into a theme. You got to know that it's already there. And then you begin to exercise that. So whatever the conversation would be, you start with anything. It's important to know that you can start from, from any place, including, um, I don't really know what to say right now. So notice, we take that game bit right here. I don't really know what to say, which is very natural, okay? That you score high at the level of attraction because it shows that you have no problem trying to hide things, you're real. So if you don't know what to say, the alpha way would be just say it. Now that can become a theme. So 
it's interesting how sometimes we don't know what to say. And then you enrich the theme by saying, well, some people, they struggle and wrestle when it happens, while other people, they, they don't seem to care. And then you can turn it back into a question to her. You can say, what about you? And then she goes, oh, me, I don't like it. I start to sweat it. Okay? And uh, now that could even turn into a nickname for her. You go, hey, girl who sweated. I'm about to make you sweat. Ha ha. Now we have the continuity of that theme into your next interaction or your text thread. Okay? So it's super simple. You could even start to practice it by noticing one thing in front of you. One thing. And then you make that be the core, the source of the theme, and you elaborate around that and turn it into a little theme. Initially, your theme will include elements of logic. In front of me, I have a statue. Okay? So now I could go, oh, there's a statue there. Now I could develop a theme around it. I wonder when and whom it was humans first thought of doing a statue, making a statue. I wonder when and whom it was. Then to make the theme really role-play friendly, and if you're new to my system, role-play helps you to escalate because it's more playful and within that context, the little touch is easier than if you're having a serious conversation. So now you could take it from logical to fantasy and you could say it was you. It was your great, 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 grandmother, the first ever erected statue on the planet came from your family. Congratulations. That's really, really, really amazing. So if I backtrack a little bit to become an amazing conversationalist, know that if you start just with one idea, it tends to come short. And then you need to find your next idea, and then your next idea. But if instead you develop a theme around one idea, you can stretch it all the way into future meetings and a texting thread that you're going through afterwards. The theme starts with something illogical around it, and then you turn it into fantasy, so it's even more fun. Now, the way you asked your question, and I could hear it in your voice, thank you for asking the question, by the way. I think that we've got to be very cautious with any desire to speak more freely, to express yourself more naturally, to make sure you never run out of things to say. With any such desire, it would be easy to be fooled into thinking that you're lacking the ability to grab information and do something with it, or when people go, I run out of things to say, like they're empty within them. It would be foolish to approach it that way because it's false. What will help you is to recognize that you need to give yourself more permission and to trust that your mind, 
for as long as you've been consciously aware, has played with words and concepts, put pieces together, so you already have it within you. But often what happens is suddenly you make the person you're talking to more important. And you don't know it. Your sense of self uh, makes you feel that that person, it's more important that they're pleased and you're more concerned about the other person liking you than you. And in that moment, it starts to shut down your natural access to your own creativity. That's why, in a way, the premise of this podcast, the idea of self-relation, then is the greatest solution to all other matters. So for you, the key thing is give yourself permission to express yourself and trust that it's already there, that you need to open the faucet, so to speak, so your creative flow can just be experienced more freely. And don't complicate and don't think that a theme is something that way way out there and bizarre. Chances are in your everyday conversation, we can detect countless themes. So, uh, great, great question. If the person who asked the question wants to ask another one, that's absolutely fine by me. If uh, somebody else wants to ask a question, that's great. Now, it's funny because on my side, I experience a little bit of silence. On your side, you experience something that tells you that you probably don't have a question or shouldn't ask a question, but that's probably at the surface. Within, there's probably something a little bit deeper that could be manifested on both sides, the side of the listeners, those who are calling live, and my side. So I notice when there's no question coming up, if I pay attention to myself, I feel at first a little unease. It's a little bit below my solar plexus, right below the rib cage. A little bit like it's both above and below the belly button. It's really minimal. I mean, I can function, I can do absolutely fine. Uh, I probably normally would not even detect it, but I do pay attention to things like that. And I notice the chain reaction that it creates if I, I further tense there. On the other hand, if I notice it and I ease that area, I notice how right away there is the flow. The flow that you're experiencing right now, because now I want to pass it back to you guys or whomever is listening. So you can find that little manifestation within. And maybe when it happens, just before you talk, as you are talking, while you're looking at your phone to see if she texted back or not, while you text back hoping she will text back, as you are there in the midst of a conversation or all other matters where that could manifest itself, to then notice that little place of tension and bring ease there and let that go until you regain your flow. And the flow will will come back. Notice right there, I got into this idea, and a moment before that, I had no clue this idea was going to 
come to me and I develop the theme around it. So, okay, where else do we take this? 721. Ah, I'm having the same subtle manifestation. I, I almost heard a voice. Where else do we take this? Who's taking um, the social hello? lead? Yes. Hello? Oh, um, I can hear you. Um, when, you're not com- when you're not comfortable talking more sexual, like, is there a way to get out, get out from that? Okay. I want you to notice, and uh, I know we worked together before, and uh, you also had an amazing recommendation from my spiritual brother, Raj Jepard de Bazaar. Uh, you're going a little too far right there, okay? You're going all the way to not being comfortable talking sexually, which sexual matters are still very taboo in the world, when in fact uh, it's rooted before, it's about talking comfortable now. And talking comfortable now is what will begin to correct that in the future. Because it's not that you're not comfortable talking sexually at the time. It's more of a byproduct of all of the times that you don't give yourself the permission to talk more freely. And speaking, speech, is like a muscle. You want to exercise it. All matters of life are based on communication. You know, it has been said that eventually the future of humanity is dependent on communication. Okay? Imagine two major nations are about to go at it. Uh, it could be the end of humanity. But one of them is quite a crafted communicator and can persuade the other party to back down or a peace treaty could be found. So that's how powerful communication can be. Communication is the solution to pretty much all human distress. That's why people go get a coach or a therapist or call a friend when they're in distress. So then you got to make exercising your ability to communicate a priority. And if you speak just uh, here and there throughout the day and use minimal words, it's not sufficient. Re-ask your question and give yourself the permission to breathe before and add a couple words and a little explanation and bring some power in your voice. Try it. And I hope you. How would it be more easier for me? See, right now you're waiting a little bit. Yeah? So the wait is because you're pressuring yourself that you have to do it right or not. So Mm -hmm. there's no pressure here. You're here for you. And you think, fine. And you're free to express yourself however you want. So do your best to eliminate the weight, the weight and, and just, you know, if so, suddenly somebody takes a hammer and they hit you on the foot, on the foot sorry, you're not going to wait until you go, ah, oh, you fucking crazy, what's wrong with you? My foot, put this down, you're insane. Um, so what would your question? Better, would what? Be a better way? Let's try that. Let, let's do an exercise. Let's go, what, 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 what? 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 
What? What? What? What? What? What? What? What? What? What? If a person starts a sentence going, what would, there, there's no breath. And it's not that they're not capable of doing more. And if you speak very freely and you're listening right now, don't fall for the trap of thinking, oh, yeah, that's just for that guy. Use it. I'm going to use it, me too, to really refine my speaking abilities and communicate even more powerfully potently, impactfully. So don't hold your words. Let them come out. See if I go, let them come out. Let them, let them come out. So that good luck when it gets to the topic of sex. So let it flow. Well, then there is a song, let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow. And that's, that before you're preoccupied by, okay, how do you bring like sexual topics and any of that, just really work on that, you know, a great resource. I'm not affiliated, but I worked with them a lot. They come, they speak. They're probably going to be at our next convention. Bob and Claire Corf. You go to Corf, double F, CorfStudios.com. And for $25 or less, you can get a variety of CDs to practice every day and strengthen your ability to express yourself freely. Okay? So do it one more time with even more ease and put breath in your voice. Ask the same question? Whatever you want. Okay. Notice there also the dependence. You, mm-hmm. you, you are to know that when we're little kids, we depend. We depend on teachers. We depend on parents. We depend on school. We depend on, we depend on so many things. But after a while, that dependence is eroded. And now... I mean, at best, you could ask another question, and I would say, no, 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 the same question. And that's not a big deal. In school, that could have been a big deal. No, that's the wrong question. And you get a, a lower grade than what you wanted, and then you got to present that at home. Okay? But as an adult, the worst that could happen is that maybe sometimes somebody says, like, hmm, I don't like it when somebody talks to me like that. And then you're free to go, do I personally like it when there's somebody that goes, I don't like it? Maybe it makes you laugh because you would not do that. Me, I would not go to someone and go, I don't like it when somebody talks to me like that. So there's nothing to fear. You're holding yourself back. It's within. And you got to revisit those equations and be able to see them. That's the most difficult part because you want to correct and you're looking at a point of correction that first has you make a, a false assumption. What when you want to talk more sexual and something is holding you back? There is nothing that's holding you back. In that moment, what your condition in that moment, what you experience is the result of what you're telling yourself. Okay? Now, you may have the, a, a thought that tells you, be considerate, you barely know her, she's rather conservative. You may have a thought that reminds you, hey, maybe she'll be offended and she'll walk away. Then I can deal with that. I can deal with it. So, but that's not preventing you from doing it. So that statement in itself is completely off. Your point of correction right now is to reevaluate communication as an adult. 
And if we don't reevaluate something, we tend to do it based on the conclusions that we drew earlier in life. It's very important as a grown-up adult to not assume that because we have grown and we have learned more and we're more independent, that everything else followed. When people talk about limiting beliefs, where do they come from? Well, it's probably a belief that we bought into at the time that we didn't re-examine, and through time, does not serve us because we deserve or need something that's not limiting. So, there's no right or wrong. Let's establish a few ground rules as we revisit what does it mean to communicate as an adult, okay? We've got to put it in context first. A great understanding is context before content. Context, meaning the content should be different if we're in a court of law and uh, it's hard to speak, uh, then if we are with a bunch of buddies on a Saturday evening. Okay? So you, you put it into context first. What's the context? I'm going to mute uh, 908. I can reopen the line afterwards in case. Oh, you can. Good. So first you put it into context. Here, the context is you're here to learn how to be more social. Uh, it's not credited. Uh, there's no diploma or not, you're doing it for you, and we're pretty cool, I think, if you see the pictures and what we do, and the fact that we teach love, sex, romance, seduction, that in itself probably tells you, okay, it's probably not a stuck-up environment. So first you put it into context. Once you've done that, <clears throat> and there's a couple exceptions, maybe, you know, legal system, uh, you're hoping to get something like a position and you have to be mindful of what you say. Anything you say could be used against you. In certain setting, in this setting, you can say anything you want. Okay? So in this setting, there's no right or wrong. So number one, new belief. At a social level, there's no right or wrong. Exception would be the guy who's so miscalibrated but we assume that you're not that guy, yeah? So there's no right or wrong. That means you should never be concerned about, oh, what if I say the wrong thing? Then whatever is said, second, you have the freedom to play with whatever you said, to further play with whatever you said. So if, for example, you say something and the person goes, no, 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 that's not what I meant. Then you can play with that. You can say, well, what did you mean then? At times you can say, Mabahad, my goof, I wasn't paying attention. I didn't mean to offend you. You could even say that. At some point you can say, well, I'm sorry, that's your problem. Because, uh, I mean, who are you, my fucking teacher? You know? So you can play. It's not, it's not fixed. So there's no like, oh, shit, I should have gone in that direction. Now nah, I'm stuck forever. It's final. It's fatal. And the third one, you're free to place your own assessment on the, on the response of the other person. You're free to place your own assessment on the response of the other person. So let's put that in the context of pickup. Suddenly, you don't really know what to say or you start. So you should never be concerned of, oh, I hope I won't say the wrong thing. Suddenly you go, ah, 
You guys are cool, and it's such a beautiful day. I feel really social. I wanted to say hello. Then they go like, oh, well, we, we don't really talk to people we don't know. So now you're, you, you're, you're free to further play with that. You go, wow, that's really, really interesting. I don't think I ever heard anyone tell me that. Now, I don't know you, but that really intrigues me. If in that moment they say, I don't think you, you heard us. We're going to go now. We don't want to talk to you. In that moment, you could go, wow. <laughs> they were pretty stuck up. 2019. <laughs> they really need to get back to school. Okay? And don't worry because I have personally never been in a situation where somebody goes like, we don't want to talk to you. Okay? And if you have been, then uh, I'm sure it's, it's not the norm. That was a random occurrence. The person was a little weird, and that's all. Keep it at that. You guys want me to repeat those three core points? At the level of being social, you can't bind yourself by being concerned that you may say the wrong thing. There's no right or wrong. It's not kindergarten. Why? Because... It's dependent on the other person's perception, but what if their perception is the one that's bizarre? Then it doesn't really matter. You express, of course, you're sophisticated and you're intelligent. We assume that. Then whatever you say, whatever response or non-response it causes, you're free to further play with it, so don't worry. I've even, my my, my classic, and I'm sure you guys heard me say that before, I've even turned a fuck you around. Suddenly a girl goes like, well, fuck you. And I said, oh, wait a minute. Slow down. Fuck and me in one sentence? That's a little too fast. I first get to, need to get to know you before we start fucking. Okay? I changed the meaning of what fuck you could mean. Like she wanted to have sex with me. That, wow, I don't know you. You're a little fast. And it was done so powerfully that she burst into laughter. And her question after that was like, who are you? You're fucking crazy. That's not what I said. And I go, I know exactly that's not what you said. But that would be crazy if that's what you had said. And then that was it. Now, if let's say at that moment, after my little spiel that I just gave you right now, she goes like, you're fucking insane. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And if you have a problem with that, well, fuck you. And then she walks away. In that moment, you didn't do anything wrong. You're free as a human to go, wow, that was strange. And you check yourself. You touch your body. Your body's still intact. Quickly, you look at your bank balance. Your bank balance was not affected. (gasps) You call work hoping that didn't fire you. You're still good. You still have a place. So you're making too much of this, and you're making so much of it, that it's causing you to withhold even your, the, the projection of the words. And that must change. Now, watch out, because it goes back to internal communication right now. Because <clears throat> anyone hearing this right now, what will make the difference is what you say to you inside now, and what we say to ourselves is not only conscious. Conscious is minimal. There's what is being said subconsciously. So, for example, if after hearing this, you go, yeah, I know. That's my problem. 
I should work on that. Then you're making it worse. Or if you feel any sense of reprimand, like you shouldn't do that. So infuse a lot of love deeper. Realize that even the fact that you're doing that is okay. I imagine you're reaching that place where you, you hold nothing against yourself anymore at that level. And you laugh and you go, ah, can you try to do that right now? That would be pretty fucking impressive if we could do that through this phone call right now. That whatever response you would have to this explanation I gave you that could make you tense more or you could hold it against you like you shouldn't do that, like, like this is a problem, you release that. And whatever may come after that, you release that as well. Till there's nothing really that's holding you back from voicing freely. If for whatever reason you stumble on a few words, that's cool too. Show me one person whose speech is perfect. You know, at some point when I was making a lot of infield videos, I was so preoccupied with how well I did on my side that I wasn't paying attention to the fact that we had several people in the videos. You know, if it was a nightclub, you could hear I would talk with someone. And, then, and I wasn't paying attention to their speech pattern. What I started to realize is that there's very few, seldom good communicators out there. The majority of how people communicate, they don't finish their sentences. So it's very common. So don't ever worry about not finishing a sentence. Pay attention as a little study admission. How often you're talking to a girl and she doesn't finish her sentence. They start from a point that may not be related to what was being said. So that's not an issue. They often stumble, mispronounce. They include a lot of, oh, well, uh, word sound, weird faces as well. So it's common. Few are those who will go A to Z, and it's a beautiful, moving, motivating speech, or it's funny, and it makes sense, and it's the delivery of a comedian on stage, or the delivery of somebody who's motivating, or the delivery of somebody who's sharing valuable information with somebody else. It's all over the fucking place. So that means you can succeed in social arts, even if your opener, your first sentence was like, hey, um, <laughs> sorry, I, I'm looking at your, at, at your outfit, and I'm thinking, it's interesting. You blend interesting colors. I pay attention to fashion. To, uh, sorry, I pay attention to fashion. Even if you do it like that, that's cool. So you have a false notion that needs to go today, and for everybody hearing this, that would express, you would express yourself fairly freely, then the secret is think like a champion and refine, optimize. I don't know if you are sufficiently present and paying attention right now to notice what's happening. But my explanations to assist the person who asked the question is having a positive impact on me. I'm speaking more freely, even more freely than when I started the call. So that means that all of us, all of us, you see I stumble right there, but it's really no big deal. All of us can benefit from refining our communication. And there's no reason to hold back. Voice yourself. 
because otherwise you're practicing the worst form of discrimination. Here's a question. You know what the word discrimination means, right? What do you think is the worst form of discrimination on the planet? A little drum roll. Maybe some of you guessed, maybe not. It's self-discrimination. Now, hopefully, there's been amazing headways on the planet where there's less and less discrimination. There's subtle layers of discrimination. You know, having pink hair, there's not a day where I, I cannot sense the hatred from a person that doesn't even know me or the judgment. And I'm sure you have your own share of that. Usually, any time we're a little bit away from what to us is the norm and we are the norm of, then we could arouse a touch of subtle discrimination. It's also very common. There's not an office where people work and there's more than five to ten people where there's not unspoken hatred, judgment, criticism, putting people up, putting people down. So we need to be aware of that, to reduce that. And yet the worst form is to the self, and here is the biggest challenge. It is also the most present. Because every time the person asking the question, you hold yourself back from talk, talking, you are practicing a form of disgusting self-discrimination. Okay? You're devaluating yourself uh, and you're making somebody else more important. So it'd be like any form of discrimination in the world where some, some party thought they were superior and they treated others inferior. And they started to limit what they could do or not. We cannot do that to ourselves. And we do it more often than we know it. So right there, change that. Have a little revolution in your own reality. And express yourself freely. And if one day suddenly you want to express yourself and you go, uh, 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 and people turn around. You are free to do that. I, I have started interactions. The, the funniest things have started for me. I have started interactions with food in my mouth, and the food would either drop on me or somewhere on the floor or on the person. Suddenly, I spoke quite loud, and that was not a problem. I turned it into a positive interaction. I have started interactions, yawning, coughing, okay, where the first part is like, I want to say something, and suddenly I yawn, I go, oh, sorry. Any nightclubs, uh, any manifestation that could happen, bursting into laughter, saying the wrong thing, um, no problem. So you, you are thinking that it would be a problem when it's not. Okay, everybody. So I'm looking at the time, and uh, I thank you so much for joining tonight. Spread the word. We're here every Monday. Have your questions ready. And the next level up, which you'll find a little advertisement about it, uh, on the poster, uh, I mean the descriptions of the podcast, is I have a group, many of you probably listening right now are members of it, where we connect every day. It's a private group called Aphrodite's Prince. So it's to accelerate your social success like never, ever before. And we also understand that First, it would be nonsense for a person to just be successful in one area of their life and not around. It would create an undesirable, undesirable imbalance. We also know that if you strengthen all the other areas, 
whichever area you're focusing on comes to you more naturally. Imagine if a guy is focusing on business, but he feels healthy, fit, spiritually aligned, and he just had a wonderful moment at a social or sexual level, he will conduct business better than the person who just is conducting business in all those other areas at will or. So in that group, we encourage you to go the distance in every possible direction. Thank you so much. I'll meet you again for this specific podcast next Monday, 7 p.m. Thank you. Good night.